if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Ever wish you could connect with your kids on a deeper level? Do you feel like your emotions get in the way of communicating at your best with the people you love? Well, Jennifer Martin, parenting expert and coach, is on a mission to help you change all that. Her personal and empathic approach comes with pragmatic and proven guidelines to foster empowerment and understanding in building communication skills that last a lifetime. For more info, visit her website today at www.jennifermartinmindset.com. That's Jennifer Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, mindset.com. And get her free gift, 10 Ways to Connect in Less Than 10 Minutes a Day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm your host, Carrie Rowan, mindset strategist and coach, and I love sharing nuggets of wisdom about the stories we tell each other, and more importantly, the stories we tell ourselves. So join me and my special guests as we share our personal stories of strength and triumph every week on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. You can listen online on your mobile device, in your car, or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 Radio. And you can tune into the show every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time to get real stories and real tips on how to turn your story and your life around. And join us as we evolve and unite humankind with universal love. So thank you, everybody. Super excited to be here. We have Katie in the wings. Hello. Hi. <laughs> And we are going to have a great conversation. I'm very excited about this today because we are going to talk about some really awesome things here. Um, we are talking about our stories. You know, I love to talk about your stories. I love to talk about especially those stories, those hard ones, the stories that we think we can't share with anybody because because it's something happened, you know, something happened that we didn't want to happen in our lives. And it somehow wounded us and we carry that story. But here's the secret. When we share that story and we get that story out, that story is usually our biggest story of triumph, right? It's our story, our turnaround story, the comeback story. Everybody loves the comeback story. And we need to stumble and we need to fall sometimes so that we can get ourselves back, brush ourselves off and have that story to share and inspire with other people about how we overcome something, right? Because when we can share our stories, they're really just a reflection of each other, right? My stories are a reflection of Katie's stories and vice versa. So when we're able to share those fully and get to the end of that story and show the turnaround, it can be so transformative. And it also gives other people permission to share their deep stories and how they turn that around because everybody has those gems of wisdom in them just waiting to be shared. So that's what we do here at Look for the Good. We're retraining our brains to look at those stories and find the good in them because there is always something good that comes out of that, right? Life is always happening for us, not to us. And that's the kind of mindset we like to adopt here. 
So hello, Katie. I'm so excited to have you here today. Hi there. I'm happy to be here. So good. And Katie and I, you can't see on the radio, but we both have our blue on today. So I love it. We're (laughs) matching and we didn't even send the email out. (laughs) So Katie, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Katie. She's got this amazing background um, and she's the founder, the owner and the director of Women of Wisdom. And I'm sure you guys have heard of that. It's pretty uh, famous here in these parts of Massachusetts. And I've been there many times myself for, um, and I've met her many times. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to tell you where you can go and see her and find her in person for some amazing things that she's doing at the expo. Um, so Katie is passionate advocate for healing. She believes that everything in one way, shape or form is about healing and empowering people. And that all decisions are made from one of two places, either from love or from fear. Women of Wisdom is an expression of that belief. And for the last 25 plus years, she's dedicated her life to offering healing through a variety of means to all those that search for empowerment, growth, peace, joy, hope, and most importantly, more love in their life. I love that, Katie. That's really, really powerful. And um, I want to share something really fun with you today um, before we get into more of her story, because I know now you guys are like, oh, we want to hear more from Katie about that. I want to share Katie's the sponsor of the show. And let me share a little tidbit from our sponsor. Would you like to experience profound healing? Do you desire to live with greater connection to the divine? If you've ever dreamt of exploring a new career in the healing arts, women of wisdom can support your journey to a better life. Not only are we a beautiful and unique gift shop, we're a sanctuary for spiritual and personal growth, offering classes, workshops, mediumship readings, and our extraordinary schools of wisdom. Find out about the 10 life-changing programs at our schools of wisdom designed to bring profound healing and more joy to your world. Go to womenofwisdominc.com. That's womenofwisdominc.com or visit our store in Northeastern Massachusetts. Thank you, Katie. I love that. I love what you do. I've always admired your work. Um, and as you know, I worked for Spirit of Change for a long time. So that's how I originally knew you. Um, tell us a little bit, I read a little bit about what you do, but tell us a little bit about how your story, um, I'm going to say your story evolved into your shop. Like, how did all that come to be? Um, what was the turning point for you where you said, hey, I want to start this incredible shop of my own? Well, it all began really with um, me trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. <laughs> um, I, uh, I started out in the, the corporate field and was in the corporate world for, for 15, 20 years. And um, it just didn't have what I wanted. I did all the things I was supposed to do. I you know, climbed the ladder and rose to the top. And um, I thought, okay, I should be happy now. I've done everything you're supposed to do. And uh, and I really wasn't. It was a little bit um, cutthroat for me, very um, lots of isms, you know, lots of sexism, racism, <laughs> you know, patriarchy, lots of things I just couldn't get behind. And um, when I finally realized it was sort of robbing my soul, I decided that it was time to move on. And uh, I had left the, actually left the corporate world twice. I left it once and swore I'd never go back. And then um, I ended up um, getting married and needed to earn a living. And so I went back to the corporate world. And the second time that I left, it just, 
I'd had it. And I decided I needed to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up because that wasn't working for me anymore. So Mm. I set to finding that. I had lots of friends in in different industries and they wanted me to all come work for them and work in different places. I checked out, you know, food services and other corporate worlds and lots of other places. And and, um, none of them really worked for me. And I finally figured out that what it was is I needed to work for a little bit higher authority. I needed to work for someone who um, didn't have those same kinds of criteria, And that really, for me, ended up being the divine. Mm. That's the only one that I work for anymore. <laughs> and um, and so I, I used to go to uh, spiritual shops, metaphysical shops, and a friend of mine and I used to go and when the kids were in school. And one day we were at one of my favorite ones in Brookline and um, we're poking around and getting to ask questions and just doing our own thing. And um, she's sort of dragging me out because we had to go pick up the kids. And as we're out leaving out the store, um, we're walking to the car and she says, you know, you should just open one of your own. You know, you're always in them anyway. And I kind of <laughs> laughed and she kind of laughed and we got in the car and I sort of sat there for a second and I thought about it and I, I turned to her and I said, that's not a bad idea. And she said the same thing at the same time. And then we both said, what'd you say? (laughs) And then I realized, Hmm, well, that was funny. And thought, Hmm, I thought, well, I can't do that. I don't, you know, I don't have any money and I don't have any this and I don't do that. And I wouldn't know how to this and I wouldn't have that. And I had like all these excuses of why not to do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it kind of sunk in and it started to mulch and uh, just started to kick around my brain. I thought, well, you know, if I, if I did have any money, then maybe, and if I could, you know, get a loan and, and I kind of sat with it and, and, and mulched it for a couple of months. And um, then I got a postcard in the mail one day. This was when the uh, mind body expo was in Boston. This was Mm -hmm. a lot of years ago now, and I'd never been to one. And uh, I decided that I was going to go and I went and I found this uh, big room filled with all the cool things that I loved. And I decided I was going to go see it all. And I walked up to one of the first booths and there was this new deck of cards that had just come out called the Telefortune cards. And there's this big decorative basket and the sign said, ask a question, pick a card. So I said, okay, well, and I sort of, kind of put it out to the universe, you know, is it for the highest and best that I open up a, you know, a metaphysical shop on the South shore? Kind of fully expecting a no. (laughs) And I stuck my hand in and I pulled out the wish card and, um, and it said, all your wishes will come true. And I said to them, what does this mean? And she said, yes, yes, yes. And uh, she I just got this overwhelming feeling of joy and I started literally jumping up and down in this big room <laughs> and the woman came around her booth and she held on and we jumped up and down together. <laughs> uh, and I, I realized then that, that I would do it, that it would happen, that the universe was supporting it. And um, that, that sense of joy was really my answer because it really was my heart's desire and it really um, mattered and it would end up becoming an amazing place. Uh, it took me, you know, two years after that to put it together and make it happen. But, um, here we are, it's now 27 years later. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's turned into so much more than I ever imagined it could. That is such a beautiful story. I love that you followed your joy because I feel like that's always a message. That's the yes, right? And it's you felt it in your body. You were literally jumping up and down. And I and I try to teach my clients to look for the answer in your body, right? I mean, you got a resounding answer. And sometimes it's more subtle, but sometimes I, I feel like people just sort of downplay the joy factor when really, when you peel everything back, I feel like that's the most important thing to have in your decisions and your life. Absolutely. And when we make our decisions for the right reasons, they always turn out okay. Mm-hmm. You know, when we make them because we know it's the right thing to do, we make them because we feel it right down to our socks that this is going <laughs> to be okay. And and there was a lot of different obstacles to overcome in, in doing that. But I knew because of that moment that despite all of the obstacles that it would come together and it did. I love that. And that's the other thing that I think it takes is the belief. You have to have the belief, right? You didn't know where it was all going to come from. You didn't even know where you were going to get the money to do it, right? Like, But you believed enough and you believed in that feeling deep down, like you said to your socks. I love that. And um, you felt it. And and that's what I feel like we're missing in these day and ages is teaching people how to feel the answer, how to feel for it. Because it's there. The answers are always there. We have them inside of us, but we're just so externally faced in this world. That's right. And, and you know, the other piece of it, too, that I think a, a lot of people, even when they have that sense of joy and they they find the mission, the other piece is, is staying really focused on it. Uh, I it took me literally six banks turned me down before wow. I, I got someone to to get the idea of what I wanted to do. And and stand behind me and be willing to give me a loan. And it just takes sometimes pushing past the nose to get to the yes and really being clear that that it's just the details. You know, don't <laughs> get caught up in the dramas and the what ifs and the the and and just staying focused on it. And that I think is is a big piece of the uh, payoff mm-hmm. is that determination and that that clarity will pay off if you stay focused on it. I love that. Um, What would you say, you know, you said there was a stumbling blocks. There's always stumbling blocks, especially as entrepreneurs, as you and I both are coming from the corporate world. We share that together as well. Um, You know, it's not the same. It's really different than the corporate world. It's not just laid out with a certain structure. You're sort of making it up as you go along. And I think that's scary for a lot of people. How did you overcome those things when they came up, whatever the block was, getting the money or everybody that you know is naysaying or whatever? Yeah, actually, there was uh, there was a lot of naysayers. Um, <laughs> actually, that one friend that was with me in at that shop was really the only yay-sayer. Everybody <laughs> else was a naysayer. My family, my husband's family, everybody really thought I was crazy, mm-hmm. you know? And um, yeah, I, I actually, the, <laughs> I would say that the biggest thing in the end is uh, kind of another funny story because uh, everybody kept telling me, you know, it was a bad idea. I mean, I had um, a guy from the SBA quote me statistics every time I went to see him telling me what the odds are of success. Oh, and they were like God. 1%. And it was just one terrible story after another. <laughs> and um, the funny thing is, is after all the naysayers, when I finally got the loan, when I finally 
got the place that I wanted and um, I, I was in there and we weren't opening. I was trying to figure out what, you know, what to bring in. And I was feeling very lost and very overwhelmed by it. And um, I was literally sitting in the book room and I had my kitchen table there. That was my working table. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm stalling and I recognize that I'm stalling and I'm, I, and I'm just, spinning in circles and I'm all upset with myself and I'm, I'm like, what is the matter with me? This is what you wanted. What is going on? And I realized that I was terrified, that I was absolutely terrified that I put everything that I had into it. I put my pension into it. I put, you know, put my house on the line. I put all this time and all this energy. And what if I fail? Mm. What if I fail? And I'm sitting there and I just, broke into tears and I sat there and I sobbed for, I don't know, good long time. <laughs> and then I decided, okay, well, here's your options, Katie. You can, you can pack up your marbles and go home. You can go back to the corporate world. You can figure out something else. There's, you know, there's only so many things you can do, or you can face the fear and, and do it and risk failure. Yep. But, um, but if you don't try, you'll never know. Mm. So I, um, opened up the window. And this is again, the new place that I had just rented. And I screamed out to the universe. <laughs> I don't care how scared I get. I'm going to do this. I love it. <laughs> and over and over till I actually believed it. Wow. Uh, probably five or six times. And then I looked across the street and saw my new neighbor. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Looking at me like oh, boy, a crazy lady moved in across the street. But that no, is awesome. It got me to get out of my own way, and here we are. I love that. That is amazing. Talk about intention setting, right? You're literally, you know, we say shout it out to the universe, but I guess we don't really mean it. But in your case, I love that. Let's open the I window did. and shout it out to the universe. This is it, man. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. And you set the tone and you're in your new building and you're sort of like setting the energy in the building, right? You're like, this is going to happen universe. And I'm here and I'm ready and I've done all these things. So, you know, help me out. Show me the next best way. That's right. That it did. is. It did. And it did, because that's what we said, you know, you'd make the leap and then the universe has your back. The universe is going to show you the way. And I think that's where a lot of people falter is like, like you said, we, but here's the thing. I feel like when we go through it, you just said you felt that fear of failure. Maybe this won't work. Oh my God, I put everything into this. And then the mind starts going crazy with anxiety, but that's because we're up here in the head, not in that body where all those answers are, where you got that hell yes, if you will, you know, that big burst of joy that said to do it, right? And that's where we get into trouble. <laughs> right what do you do? What's one of your little tricks or tips when you feel yourself? I love that you recognize it too. You're like, wait a second, I'm spinning up here. And then how did you brought it back down to your body? So, you know, give that to somebody as like a little tip, like what they could do in their situation if they were up in their head spinning around in the fear. Yeah, I always find that for me, I'm very clear that when I'm up in my head, that's where the fear lives. My heart knows the truth, but my head likes to argue with it. <laughs> so for me, I just try to get out of my head and I come to my heart. My heart for me is uh, it's the center point. It's, it's where the truth is. And if I can just take a few breaths and close my eyes and connect to my own heart, then I know. Then I just mm -hmm. know. And that's 
that's very reassuring to me because I can get pretty lost up in my head and in this, you know, world of chaos mm-hmm. <laughs> that can be challenging. So I go to my heart and then I just sit and listen. And once I hear the truth, then it's just, it's just having the faith to, to follow through. I love that in this world of chaos. It's true because we've got to find that quiet time, that quiet time for ourselves where we can really listen to our heart, which is much quieter than the ego, which likes to scream and yell and tell us, you know, oh, be careful of this and this is going to happen. Watch out. But when we have a little way for ourselves and everybody has to kind of figure out what that is, um, you know, what works for you, but taking that time and recognizing it is always the first step. Hey, wait a second. I am not in my body right now. You know, leave your desk, you know, go for a walk, whatever, jump in the shower, switch the laundry upstairs, whatever it is. Um, to get you out of that, you know, you talked a lot about focus too, and it's changing your focus. It's switching to, which is what we do here, change your focus to look for what's good about this, you know? That's right. A very, a very old colleague of mine, actually from the corporate world, once said to me, if you want to be a good manager, because I, I was a manager in so many ways, don't look for what people are doing wrong. Try to catch them doing something right. Mm, I love I that. that. Yeah, I did too. And I really tried to make that part of how I worked is, you know, because nobody, nobody is worried about getting caught doing something right. (laughs) (laughs) And nobody ever gets, you know, half the time we don't get that at a girl when we do do something right. So I think when we're, when we get caught doing something right, it's, it's almost shocking to people when you go, that was a great job you did on that. And they go, oh, okay, great. They're so right. They're probably holding their breath like, what did I do wrong? I love that. I think that's great. I think that's, we're going to leave everybody hanging on that little tidbit because it's so good. We're going to break for a quick message right now. Hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with Katie. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which 
which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm so excited. I'm here with Katie, and we were just having this great moment. I know you guys are waiting for her to come back on because we were talking about catching people doing something right. And I feel like it's super counterintuitive to what most people think about, you know, looking for what's wrong because wrong is always there. It's always available, right? I even like the concept of you. I I think I read about that one time in a parenting book, catching your kids doing something right. So... Mm. I love that. I I just love that. Um, Tell us a little bit more. It seems like I've been in your store and and it has such an incredible feeling to it. It's got a great centered energy. We were talking about the fact I saw Cheryl Richardson one time there and her husband, um, and that was really cool. You guys do a lot of awesome things. Tell me a little bit about what's your favorite class that that you teach, that you offer, um, that people would be really interested in finding out more about. Well, you know, we have a, a really great variety of things. Um, I love teaching. I, I love everything that we do, but my favorite thing to do is teaching because I really, I love to see the light bulbs go off. I love to see the shifting. And, you know, I've been there long enough now to actually see lives really change and, and people grow in ways that are just phenomenal. Um, so we have a, a really wide variety Um One of the reasons I actually do the expo is that um, one person once told me that women of wisdom was one of the best kept secrets. Ooh, (laughs) this is not a good thing. Um, And I was, I was kind of asked by my angels to, you know, get out there and let the world know, which is uh, not necessarily my forte, but we, uh, we have a lot of different kinds of variety of things. My favorite to teach I really like doing the holistic work, you know, we're working with Reiki, working with the healing arts. Um, I teach a lot of those classes. Um, I teach hypnotherapy. Uh, and, and those, um, you know, they change lives. I, mm-hmm. I really just love to see the life changes from it, helping people with health issues, from helping people with, the, you know, dealing with emotional traumas, helping them to change the patterns of their life that have kept them stuck in the mindsets that have been in the way um, to, to you know, working with the inner child and, mm-hmm. and working with the parts of you that are sabotaging. So I really love all of the, the energy work that I do. And I do, I have a private practice as well with uh, clients. So I, I get that honor and privilege really of, of working with people to really create life change. That's, that's probably my favorite, but we have a lot of other kinds of classes and programs as well. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's really powerful. Um, I love 
hypnotherapy. Well, I love everything that you've mentioned. You know, I'm a Reiki master myself, but I don't practice. I just, but I use it every day. It's part, it's just becomes who you are. Um, you know, and I do it on my family all the time and and my pets, of course, love it. So, and distance healing is such a powerful thing, but there's so many things that you can do, um, you know, to sort of self-heal. I love the self-healing aspect of, of a lot of the things that you just mentioned. So when people think about changing careers or maybe they want to do something, they just have that feeling. I mean, your clients sound like my clients. People come to me when they know that there's something greater that they're supposed to do. They just can't figure out what that is, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like in Walk the Healing Arts, because the healing arts are a great way to, like you said, help people transform, clear out those limiting beliefs and find new patterns. But as you do healing arts for other people, there's this element of self-healing that I find so powerful. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, that's really what it's all about. It's really finding your way to be empowered, to take back your power in life, whether that be the power of your choices, whether that be the power of your of your work path, whether that be the power of, you know, healing your family and the legacies in your family. It's 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 really all about empowerment in so many ways because we forget how powerful we are. Mm. One of the things that people often ask is why did I name it women of wisdom? And, um, and they always think it's, you know, about me or about some, you know, wise woman in the back room somewhere, but no, it's really <laughs> behind about, the curtain. <laughs> it's right behind the curtain. It's really about reminding women, particularly mm. of the wisdom that we have. And I find that, you know, men often, don't forget their wisdom. But women, little by little, piece by piece, tend to hand over their power, hand over their time, and hand over their energy because, you know, we love our families and we want to contribute to our society. And uh, and, and so women needed reminding of the wisdom that we have mm. and that we always have choices. And so that's why it got named Women of Wisdom, to remind women of their wisdom. And then they can find it and exercise it anywhere, anytime. That is so powerful. I love that. That so resonates with me on such a deep level. I wrote a song uh, called Take It Back. Oh, great. It's right up your alley. It's all about that, how we give that power away all the time. And that is such a, it's just everything you said is so true. And, you know, women do that as we're the givers, right? We're always giving. We give so much of ourselves that sometimes when people come to us for healing, they forget. They forget what they love. They forget what gives them passion. And I love that that's the reason that you named it because people do. Women need that reminder. We need to embrace what we have internally. We talked a little bit about our intuition and we are the queens of intuition, right? (laughs) That is our superpower. And so, but we do, we forget or there's so much other stuff blocking it that we can't hear it anymore, you know? Um, And I love that you teach women to go in there and kind of clear that stuff out so that we can go back to who we really are innately. Exactly. Remember who you are. Exactly. And that's really, really, really powerful. So um, I love that. And we talked about the self-healing. What would you say, you know, I guess the other thing I wanted to say too is like, this externally focused world, I mentioned that before, it's very distracting. I feel like there's so many things pulling for our attention that we forget to go inward. And I really believe in having some sort of a practice. What would you recommend for people to get some kind of a practice to bring themselves back to themselves, to remind themselves every day of their personal power? Yeah, I really think that that 
listening is the greatest gift that we have. You know, we, we spend an enormous amount of time talking, but, you know, a, a wise person once said to me, we have two ears and one mouth. We should be listening twice as much as we, we talk. Uh, and I think that's really true. I know for me in my own healing journey, um, I, I was focused on listening to everybody else except me. Mm. And I really had to struggle to uh, hear my own truth and um, and someone once said to me, Katie, you really need to learn meditation. And I and I tried meditation. It was just it was like torture for me. It was like <laughs> sitting down and doing nothing was like an impossible thought. And um, when I did finally learn how to basically just sit down and shut up, okay, then I found that there was a voice of truth that was right there. I just needed to learn how to listen. Mm. And so quieting oneself, whether that be learning how to quiet the body by relaxing it because maybe it's in pain or maybe it's stressed out or quieting the mind because it's screaming and yelling and shouting and busy and overwhelmed or, or quieting the emotions because they're being you know held in or they're being restrained in some way, shape or form. So they're just rising up and trying to get out. So what needs to be quieted so mm -hmm. that we can truly hear the soul? We can truly hear our own truth and uh, and then we can move forward. It's just what steps do I need to take? And, and I, for me, uh, meditation, although challenging to do, um, saved me mm. because I was able to calm the body, calm the mind and calm the emotions to get to that truth through meditation. I and it's just that. being dedicated. You know, if we don't succeed at it the first five times or the first 10 times, you know, do it 20 times, do it 50 times, just make a habit of it every day to be, because I was a very good doer, I wasn't a very good beer, to be for some amount of time every day. And it'll be in that quiet time that not only you'll be able to get through to yourself, but you'll also be able to connect with your angels and your guides and, and all that is. Mm, and get those answers that we're looking for. I love Absolutely. that because we're, always, we're trained, we're taught to give that power away, like we said, and to look for other people for the answers, you know, when we're not sure what to do in life and how I know I'm off and not listening to myself as I start asking other people. And that's when you're like, Oh, wait, I got to reel this back in here. This is my decision. This is my choice. And people can give you their opinion, but nobody really knows what it's what your what it's like to be you in your wholeness, right? What are your and intentions? The right? Things that matter to you. Mm, yeah, exactly. your own criteria. Yeah, your everybody's are different, and they're looking through their lens, and your lens is completely different. Mm -hmm. It's good to be able to learn how to look through somebody else's lens, but when you need to find answers for yourself, we have to we have to go back to depending on ourselves, and I, and I really love that. I also love that you said it's a dead. It's got to be a dedication, right? You got to be dedicated to doing it, mm -hmm. because I don't know about you, but you know, I teach people meditation. There's five meditations in my book um, that I wrote that go along with each of the five steps to release your negative stories. And people will always say to me, "Oh no, meditation!" Just like you said, it was torture. I, I love that. I can't do that. Oh no, no, I can't. I can't make my brain be quiet. I, I can't meditate. I'm just not very good at it. You know, and I say, just like you, well, you know, just keep trying. You don't have to, it's not a matter of being good at. It doesn't matter because sometimes when you think that your mind is blasting you, like you said, all these things are coming up, they're just coming up to say, hi, let me go, right? Mm -hmm. And so once you start to understand what's going on and you can just sit with it no matter what, you can just be with it. 
I feel like that's like you said, that's where the magic happens. That's when you can start to hone back into your own intuition and listen to your body wisdom, right? Reiki can really help too. That really helped me a lot to calm my mind because I I wasn't good at stopping. Mm -hmm. And Reiki gave me something to do while I stopped. (laughs) That's a great point. And how so? How do you feel like, because do you think it changed your focus? So you're focused more on the Reiki? It did. It gave, I mean, just just focusing on using the symbols and 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 it really helped to discipline my mind by just having a single focus point on healing, mm. just on healing, and and that can be a pretty broad spectrum of things, but it, again, an overall of healing is going to get you to your quiet space. I love that's where that. healing happens. It is where healing happens. And I love that. And just setting that intention. It doesn't matter. I'm just here to find that quiet. I just, I'm focused on healing. I'm focused on allowing whatever is meant to be, which I feel like is, is sometimes a really good thing to say. Do you have a little mantra that you want to share? Something that you say to yourself often when you're stuck in troubled times, people usually have negative mantras, but something that helps you. You know, believe it or not, it's pretty simple. Um, It's really, you got this. Mm. You got this. And um, at one point when I started saying that, it was to convince myself that <laughs> that I was going to be okay. You you can you can handle this. It's not going to wipe you out. Um, but now it's become just a truth that I recognize as you know from the the many times that you're called to stretch. You know when when you when you own an own business and you're really doing something different that um, that's never been done before. That's never been blazed before. Um, it's, it can be terrifying. And, and I've discovered that when I feel guided to do something that it's just right. And I just need to remind myself, you got this, you got this and, and get out of the way of, you know, get my fear out of the way, get myself out of the way, get my doubts out of the way uh, and just go with it. And it, it always amazes me. Um, one of the things with the expo, uh, way back when, when I first started doing the expos, I'm not a public speaker. I mean, that's, that's definitely one of my fears. And it's one of the reasons I was always very happy being behind the scenes and not so much in front of the scenes. Um, And when I was asked by my guides to do the expo, I was like, you know, you don't want me to public speak. That would be (laughs) terrible. And um, I basically was told by them, you just need to get out of the way, Katie, just get out of the way (laughs) and let, let us do the talking and it'll all be okay. And uh, that kind of became the, the way the things were. I just had to show up, get out of the way, and allow spirit to communicate through me. And, and that's pretty much what I do for teaching, for uh, public speaking, for podcasts. For pod- <laughs> I love that. Get out of your own way. That's a yes. really, really great quote. But I love your you got this. That is a great mantra. And we say that to everybody else, but why don't we say that to ourselves? So, um, so hang on to that thought, everybody. I know you want to hear the answer to that. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. 
Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with Katie from Women of Wisdom, and I'm super excited to tell you a little bit more about where we left off. But before we do that, a word from our sponsor. Would you like to experience profound healing? Do you desire to live with greater connection to the divine? If you've ever dreamt of exploring a new career in the healing arts, Women of Wisdom can support your journey to a better life. Not only are we a beautiful and unique gift shop, we are a sanctuary for spiritual and personal growth, offering classes, workshops, mediumship readings, and our extraordinary schools of wisdom. Find out about the 10 life-changing programs at our schools of wisdom designed to bring profound healing and more joy to your world. Go to womenofwisdominc.com, that's womenofwisdominc.com, or come visit us in Northeastern and you can see Katie. Thank you, Katie, so much for all the incredible wisdom that you've been dropping these little wisdom bombs. They're awesome. Um, We started talking a little bit about getting out of our own way. We -hmm. talked about a lot of incredible things, but I really love how you try to refocus people on their triumphs because, you know, I find one of the things that I love having clients do is to make, um, make a feel good folder, right? You know, I'm all about looking for the good. So this feel good folder is a list of all the really cool things they've done in their life. 
I mean, you can put things on there. Of course, the obvious things, you know, degrees or whatever, having children, but getting over stuff goes on that list too, right? Things that I've come up against and I've gotten past. And that to me is a triumph. So talk a little bit about triumphs. I know you're you're doing a talk at the expo this year. I'd like to hear a little bit about how you focus people on that. Yeah. So um, particularly uh, I do do passive regressions at the, at the expo. That seems to be what people really enjoy. And oftentimes, I mean, certainly when we look at our past life, there's so much to learn. I mean, there's, there's so many things that uh, our patterns in our past lives help us to see where we're stuck in our present life and what do we need to shift and change. Um, And usually I do a passive regression that really focuses on, you know, uh, what, those patterns are so that you can change them, that you can make those changes in this life so the pattern doesn't continue. Mm. Uh, But this time this year, I was really inspired to uh, kind of revamp it a little because people are so down right now. They're they're worried about things. The energy is very heavy. And I feel like we really needed to focus on what we did right. Mm. what we did right in the past life so that we can do more right now. I love that. Um, So I wrote one called Past Life Triumphs. And um, I'm really kind of excited about it because it, I think it's going to help people to hopefully reclaim their, their power, their goodness, their, their ability to succeed, their ability to take away uh, the good out of maybe challenging situations and move that into their present day living. So, and I try to do that in everything. You know, we, we really, uh, and even in my healing work, a lot of people, they get stuck in how many things are wrong mm. and they don't focus on how many things they got right. And, and it can be very hard to pick up and go on day after day after day when you're beating yourself up for what you got wrong every day. Instead, you know, when your head hits the pillow at the end of the night, wouldn't it be nice to list out all the things you did right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the good things I did today, the the kind moments that I had, the, that that insight that I that opened someone's mind or heart, or that that good deed that was done, that just helps us to feel good and want to get up the next day and do some more. Absolutely, and it's practicing gratitude, right? You're being grateful for those moments instead of focusing on what I call the "what is shoulda coulda" stories, you know. And exactly, <laughs> those, those are the worst stories. The <laughs> <laughs> we all have those. They're the worst ones because they haunt us, and they just go. They're like on this repeat tape, right? Over and over. I shouldn't have said that. Why did I say that? You know, and we're beating ourselves up with these negative mantras. When if we could just shift our focus, like you're saying, shift our focus, make it a practice, make it a discipline so that every night, you know, I've got my little list up there um, of the five things that I'm grateful for. And um, I remember hearing Oprah speak one time. She said the one single thing that she did that had the most impact on her whole entire life was having a discipline every single night, writing down on a piece of paper in your handwriting, the five things that you were grateful for that day. Nice. She's a wise woman. She is a wise woman. <laughs> She's in your sphere for sure. <laughs> she is. And so I feel like, again, we forget about, it sounds so small too, you know, like people are like, oh, well, what, what, practicing gratitude. Of course I'm grateful. Something good happens. I feel grateful, but that's not really what it is, mm. right? Share a little bit more about intentionally looking for your triumphs. 
Yeah, mindfully sitting down and really counting those blessings. It, it really is uh, it, a way of affirming mm. all that we are, a way of bringing our, um, what's the word, bringing an appreciation, not just for the universe and the gifts in it, but for ourselves as a part of that universe. You know, we 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 think of ourselves as very small sometimes, the, the grain of sand in the ocean of the world, but every grain matters. And if we could all take that power and utilize it for good and remind ourselves of what good we're capable of instead of our failings. I think that helps us to be our best self every day. It inspires us to rise every day during the difficult times because times are challenging for a lot of people. And I think when we have someone, a cheerleader, even if it's ourselves, reminding us of our goodness, then we inspire to be better. Absolutely. I love that. I just love the way you, you sum that up. And then more an inspiration for other people because people can feel that, right? That's a vibe, you know, when somebody's stuck in their own head of anxiousness, you know, they're not really listening to you. You don't feel that connection with them. You know, they've lost sort of connection to their own heart. So these are the things that bring you back to the connection of your own heart, remembering who you are, what you've done. And then you, when you have self-compassion, I, I just, that's, I think where the birth of compassion for other people comes from. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's got to start at home because if you're, if you're judging you, then you're judging everybody else too. So it starts by being learning how to be kinder and gentler. And I think that's a good mantra for the whole wide world to be mm. kinder and gentler. Yes. Kinder. required to be. You know, it's so true. Then you're required to be right. Always go up and above. I wrote a song because I used to perform for kids for many, many years. And it's called Be Kind, like B-B-E-E, -E, because it's a story about the bees and how they spread goodness and honey and they spread the sweet stuff all around. This is before the be kind and the kind thing even was hit the markets like this was years ago. So and it is it's a message that we all need to be reminded of. We we don't feel like we should have to be reminded of, but we do because we're we're stuck in our heads, we're living in these tumultuous times. And if you look at the stats, you know, it's sad to see how many people are struggling, you know, with anxiousness and especially the younger generation. So Yes. It's troubling, right? So mm -hmm. you've given some incredible ways for them to really shift their focus and start to feel a little bit better with these practices. I love that. So um, tell us about your booth at the expo. Well, you know, I, I've been to the expo. We were for many years. I was the musical event that you know when everybody was lined up in the turnstile. Yeah. There were hundreds and hundreds of people. The line would be out the door to get into the event. It could be raining, snowing, sleeting. I don't care. People are out there <laughs> waiting to get in. Remember and like people and the excitement that would build in that turnstile is before COVID. We don't do turnstiles anymore because everybody was just too close in together and we were playing music. It was so loud. The vibration, I'm surprised, didn't blow the roof off that place. <laughs> <laughs> so the expo is really a magical place. If if you guys listening have not ever been, you've got to mark it on your calendar because this is this is the place you want to be. Tell us about your booth and what you guys offer there. So uh, we will actually have a front booth this year. So we're very excited about that. Uh, and what we try to do is we try to bring a little smattering of, of women of wisdom, like the whole picture into the booth, which is mm -hmm. 
a challenge. Uh, so we bring some merchandise, just a, a little bit that, that we have, a couple of tables. Uh, but it's an opportunity for all the students that have graduated from the schools to um, to share their gifts, to share what they've learned, to do treatments. So we have two massage tables going where we offer group treatments, which are phenomenal because you don't have a lot of opportunities to get a group healing anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, and we have a couple of different varieties that are available. We have people doing uh, several different kinds of Reiki from Asui Reiki to Holy Fire, uh, mm -hmm. Corona. And we also have people doing uh, the Native American shamanism, um, Akishni, which is another healing modality that's taught at our uh, Earth Medicine School, our shamanism program. So we have students from that. And we have readers from our angel school and from our mediumship school and from our uh, animal communication school. So wow. we have uh, lots of students that have graduated from the programs that many of them are in private practice now. And uh, so we offer many treatments and many readings at the expo. And we have lots of brochures and information about our programs. And we bring some of our favorite um like our, our um, essential oil sprays and our some beautiful, beautiful um, jewelry that's uh, hand beaded by uh, a colleague of mine who channels the divine energy into the beadwork Ooh. while she's making them. So those are awesome. Wow. And lots of other things. We bring, you know, some, some merchandise with us as well. And, uh, but it's a fun time. It's, it's uh, an opportunity to kind of get an idea of, of who we are and uh, kind of see what we do and what we're all about and hope to see lots of people there. Oh, it's, it's usually, I mean, there's over 10,000 people that go through that event in a weekend and it's on November 10th and 11th this year, you guys, that's coming up pretty quickly. So November 10th and 11th, you can get your tickets online at naturalexpo.org. That's naturalexpoexpo.org. Um, and you can go meet Katie in person. She will be there with all of her wisdom and you can sign up for a class with her. I just love all your offerings. It's a lot of really incredible stuff. And remember, jump over to their website if you want to find out more about taking any kind of classes, learn more about what they offer there. Go visit them in person or go to womenofwisdominc.com, womenofwisdominc.com, and find out more. Visit them at the expo. Um, it's really an incredible. If you've never been there, like I said, it's it's like a it's just so mind blowing that there's all those incredible vendors there under one roof, right? Plus there's like 60 classes, I wanna say, there's 60 workshops, plus the vendors. Um, and actually um, the teacher for the Wicca school will also be there with me. I'm hoping to get a couple of the other teachers to swing by the booth. Oh yeah. <laughs> see if I can. <laughs> good stuff. And they also have great food, speaking of good stuff, right? They also have the nice, um, all like holistic vegetarian, incredible stuff uh, down at the end of the expo. So go visit it and say hi to Katie. If you're there, go by her booth and say, I heard you on Look for Good. Um, and so Katie, leave us with one last little tidbit or a word of wisdom. Just one little thing that you do for yourself that makes you feel just a little bit better every day. For me, um, one of the hardest things I ever had to do was to make time in my life for myself. So that is one of the gifts that I give to myself every day. I try to give myself at least half an hour of time to do whatever, whether that be something mindless, whether that be uh, listen to my favorite songs, whether it be just being. I try to take 30 minutes a day for me. 
and that keeps me connected to me. It keeps me aware of my hopes, my dreams, my fears, whatever, so that I can be fully present in my life. I love that. 30 minutes a day. And, you know, that's not a lot of time when you look at how much time we have in a day. 30 minutes a day, you know, instead of looking at your phone or whatever, give yourself that gift. And I always tell my clients to make it non-negotiable, you know, and do it in the morning, right? Like pick a time, maybe evening works best for you. But I always find for me, I'm a morning person. I like to do it in the morning, my meditation, or I have these little cards that I flip through to remind myself who I want to be, what my intentions are, right? What are what our goals are, if you like goals. Um, and yeah, just giving yourself that time, maybe with your cup of tea and just that quiet time to listen to yourself and get your intuition all geared up. And I will say if you, and I, I do it first thing in the morning. Now I didn't for many, many years. If you start your day that way, it makes the whole day go really wonderfully. Yes. Connect it to yourself. It's so true. And I find that when I start my day that way, it's like you've got this wave of calm that it's just, it's like the practice off the mat we say with yoga, right? It's like the same thing. You take it with you when you leave that and you're able to be just, you just have so much more capacity for life, you know, to give exactly. to other people. Yeah. It's the whole oxygen mask theory, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie, this has been so amazing having you on Look for the Good. You are just so wise, and I, I just loved hearing all your stories. So thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Very much appreciate it. Absolutely. And remember, everybody, go find out more at womenofwisdominc.com. Go see her at her booth at Women of Wisdom at the Expo in November. And um, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, it is never too late to live your best story. Be well. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. Ever wish you could connect with your kids on a deeper level? Do you feel like your emotions get in the way of communicating at your best with the people you love? Well, Jennifer Martin, parenting expert and coach, is on a mission to help you change all that. Her personal and empathic approach comes with pragmatic and proven guidelines to foster empowerment and understanding in building communication skills that last a lifetime. For more info, visit her website today at www.jennifermartinmindset.com. That's Jennifer Martin, M-A-R-T-I-N, mindset.com. And get her free gift, 10 Ways to Connect in Less Than 10 Minutes a Day. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe. Relax and enjoy. Let life flow.